0: Welcome to episode 13 of Keeping It A Hundo. Today's guest is Cesar Carrillo, or Young Al Capone, or just Cesar Carrillo. He's my primo and one of my closest friends. So I was down in Mexico last week. Uh, Me and my girlfriend went down to Tulum for a few days for her birthday. We had a great time, and Tulum has amazing food. And the reason I mention that is I will go anywhere to eat good food. If you know me, uh, you know I'm passionate about food. Check out my Instagram, Hundo Eats. It's all about food and meals I've either eaten at different restaurants around the country or around the world or uh, food I've cooked. Check that out. It's Hundo Eats on Instagram. I'm also having a Chicago chef on. His name is Jimmy Banos Jr. He's the chef at the Purple Pig Chicago. He is accomplished. He's great. It's one of my favorite restaurants I've ever been to. So I'm really looking forward to doing that podcast with him next week. And I also did one uh, yesterday with a boxing legend, a former heavyweight world champion. I spent the whole day with him. I can't wait to put this one out. It's going to be a treat, and I got to say, last week's Jeff Keown podcast, it might have shut down the internet in Beverly. I know people liked it from, from different parts of the country, but the reaction I got from Beverly and the, the uh, responses and the text messages and everybody who shared it, it was it was a treat. Uh, I know everybody enjoyed it. I uh, didn't hear from a few people that I thought I might hear from. So, I hope they weren't too offended, but I thought it went well. So, thank you. Uh, And I hope that's not the only podcast you listen to. Try to stay with me. I have a lot of great guests, and it's only going to get better because I'm just an amateur podcaster at this point. With that said, uh, a lot of podcasts ask for donations, Uh, they give their PayPal information, Uh, they start GoFundMe pages. I'm not asking for any money. All I want is two minutes of your time, please subscribe, please download each episode, and please rate and review. Five stars, hopefully. Leave a comment. I don't care what you say. You can ask me a question. You can give a suggestion for a guest, or you can tell me your favorite part from the Keon Podcast. And I know I left out some Beverly Legends, so feel free to leave some names. Uh, I know... We should have mentioned Ray Bernard, Arnold Muth, even Bonzarelli. We could have told Bonsarelli stories the whole time. Okay, on to today's podcast. Today's guest is my primo, Cesar Carrillo, a.k.a. Young Al Capone. He's one of my closest friends. We always laugh when we're together. As you'll see, he's a payaso. He was also a first-round pick of the San Diego Padres. He had one of the greatest college baseball careers of anybody in college baseball history. He started his career at University of Miami 24 and0. That was like the second best start by a pitcher in college baseball history. pitched in the big leagues with the Padres. He's pitched all over the world, including uh, Mexico, which he pitches in now. He's pitched in Taiwan, Dominican Republic, Venezuela, He even pitched in Japan for the Mexican national team a couple years ago. So now he's down here pitching in the Mexican league and I finally got to catch up with him since he moved down here and it's great to see how happy he is and to see how well he's doing. He's got a beautiful home, we're on a beautiful beach and he's a great, great dude. He's very talented and very humble. Enjoy this conversation with Cesar
1: Carrillo. You played Little League baseball, like everybody played Little League baseball. And we all thought we were going to be in the major leagues. And... You played all-stars. Everybody fucking made the all-star team. That was worth shit. So they used to tell us, you can't play wiffle ball. You can't go swimming. Did you go swimming on days you pitched? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why. Because I'm fucked. Because <laughs> you're a character. So you,
0: you,
2: always, you always broke the rules. I mean, not always, but when it came to swimming, why not? <laughs>
1: Even on the south side, would you hit a nice above-ground pool?
2: Uh, I mean, if there was if there's water in the pool,
1: let's <laughs> play ball.
2: ball. It was <laughs> kind of rough to see to find a place with some water in the pool in the south side. But hey, but in the summertime, you know, in the summertime in the shy is always beautiful. So, um, I mean, taking us taking me back to that time um, brings back a lot of memories. It's great.
1: So you're Mexican American. You're born and raised in Chicago but you've lived in Mexico for a couple years now, playing ball down here, so you make a living in Mexico. You move freely between the US and Mexico. My boy Frankie Full Fingers, he's uh, born and raised in Oakland, moves back and forth between Mexico and California. He has family down there. I think it's great that you guys nurture those relationships between your culture and the country that you come from. Like your family is from Mexico, but you're from the States. my culture is from Italy and I love going and visiting Italy to see where my roots are and you know the culture and the traditions and how we got to where we're at so with all that said you want to uphold those traditions preserving culture is a beautiful thing your boy D Trump wants to build a wall he wants to make it impossible or at least difficult for you to be able to move freely between the two
2: countries. How do you feel about that? Um, I I mean, you can go either way. I'm sure that that'll be more tough for the people that are trying to get their visas, or trying to, you could say what, to live the American dream, if so-called. There's pros and cons to that. I mean, you can go, yes is good, um, yes is bad. So, um, I don't know, Uh, I'm not trying to get so political with my primo right now <laughs> you know um, but um we tranquilo yeah in this muy, tra- muy, let's get muy tranquilo in this podcast
1: so today's guest is Cesar Young Al Capone Carrillo Cesar Carrillo that's what the gringos call him this is the first international keeping it a hundo podcast so welcome thanks for being the first thanks for having me we're in Mexico right now
2: hey in Isla de Mujeres. I want to go to Mexico. I, I want to go to Mexico. I want to go to Mexico. Hey, about time you came out here and visited me. Mary <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's been inviting me for a couple of years.
1: He's been playing in Mexico. Um, Reynosa. Uh, Monterrey. Um, Quintana Roo. Puebla. Roo. Quintana Roo. Roo. Puebla. I always say Quintana Roo. It's Quintana yeah. Roo.
2: Quintana Roo. Right, okay. Hey, close enough. It's good. It's good.
1: So now you play for the Kitana Road Tigers, right? Yeah.
2: Los Tigres.
1: Los Tigres. Hey, Tigres. Antonio El Tigre. Hey, Antonio
2: El Tigre, huh?
1: <laughs> so when did you realize you could play in the big leagues? Was there a moment as a kid, as a high school kid, as a college kid? where you're sitting there like, oh, I can definitely do this?
2: Uh, you never um, – for me, there was never a moment. I just always visualized it because everybody's always so negative. Oh, this and that. A lot of things happen in life that derail you and put, put you A lot of people things. say you're
1: not big enough or you're not this enough or that. And Everybody has uh, criticism. A- exactly. And if you and, listen to the critics. And, then- and
2: the funny thing is that when you say that right now, uh, I, I remember when, when I first got uh, – my letter um to go to my university in miami and, and people were saying hey um why are you gonna go to miami for you're not gonna play there you, you, you you're not gonna be able to be on that field with those guys yeah, exactly i mean they're playing all year round in, in florida texas california yeah. like everybody i do at a it, disadvantage it, in baseball exactly but i mean it's just at that point i, I just didn't didn't know. Um, the whole extent to the whole thing, I just, in my mind, I was like, you know what, if I can go to the University of Miami and I can prove myself there, I can play at the highest level. So, if I can't prove myself at the University of Miami, then how am I going to prove myself at the highest level?
1: So, you grew up on the south side of Chicago, predominantly Mexican
2: neighborhood. And south, now- si- south side, um, but it was called the east side. That's oh, the you- it, 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 it was south side. It was south side. It's about... What, five minutes from Stony Island, but the neighborhood is called the East Side. East yep, Side, yep. Chicago.
1: Yep, I know what you're talking yep. about. Uh-huh. The '90s? Yeah, yeah. yeah, '90s. Yeah,
2: '87, yeah. '90s. Yep. Yeah, right there.
1: You went to Montcalm High School. Yes. Montgomery. Home of many legends in different sports. You got Donovan McNabb and Simeon Rice in football. You got Denny McLean in baseball.
2: Danny McLean. Danny McLean.
1: Guy won like hey, 24 hey, games. Do you think year. Wally knows him? Wally and Denny, they go way back.
2: Jesus.
1: Antoine Walker. Yup. The 20, shimmy. The 20. shimmy was in hey, should I do the...
2: Tw- in- I wish I can do the shimmy right now. You guys can see me. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Chelios. <laughs> you know <Yep>. Chris Chelios <laughs> oh, yeah. went to your high school? Yeah, I know Chris Chelios. Jesus. You meet any of these guys? Yeah. I met them. met them all. Uh, um, not Danny McLean. Okay. He's Never. probably locked up. I uh, mean, I don't know. He's locked up. I don't know. Maybe, up for a maybe while. Maybe
1: yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. He's a white-collar criminal.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. No, but I, I met them all, and um, they're all great people. And um, it's just, it, it was an honor when you say that you actually got to that level as them. So it's it's, it's kind of a unique experience when um, you meet somebody when you're growing up. And, I mean, at the age of 14, you're like, wow, you're coming into this chosen world. And, and then you meet these people at an older age, and you're like, wow, man. Um, you guys kind of grew up in the same area, went to the same high school, so it, it's kind of a unique experience.
1: Prestigious to come from there. There's a certain level of
0: prestige.
2: Uh, yes. I mean, it, it's, um, a lot of people don't understand, like, um, what Carmel's in the south side, like, very in the south side. Yeah. Um, it's a Catholic school, and, and, and but when people go there, it's like, wow, it's in the south side right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah.
1: You mentioned that you've met most of those guys or all those guys. Um. Uh, didn't you train with Tim Grover at some point
2: point? Uh, and wasn't
1: Twani there? Antoine Walker was working out there? <laughs> you
2: know what? That's funny how you bring that up because he was. And um, that's actually the first, I don't know if that was the first time because I met him before, but that's the first time I really had conversations with him and uh, actually interacted with him. What was going on at those workouts? I don't T- know. <laughs>
1: Tim Grover was Michael Jordan's trainer. He's one of the most famous, you know, athletic trainers in, in all the sports. He had a where was his facility located? In
2: the west side. Okay. It was in the west side if it, I don't know if you, if anybody's um familiar with UIC University yeah. There, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the about, Flames Yeah, baby. the Flames. Yeah. It's kind of it's around it, it's in that
1: neighborhood. A lot of guys work out over there. A lot of basketball guys work out there. So
2: what was what was 20
1: up to at the workouts?
2: Uh 20 was uh, what was 20 up to? Uh, yeah. Practicing the shimmy or no? I mean he would, he, he usually bring abroad with him. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I believe
2: that. He used to bring a brawl with him, and then he'll get his, he'll get his threes in, and uh, he'll call it a day. <laughs>
1: Junior year, you broke the hit record playing what? Shortstop? Yes, when you played the field, yeah. you played shortstop? shortstop. Most hits in Montcalm high, sc- high School in a season. Were you considering playing the field, or were you always, I'm going to be the man, I'm going to be on the
2: uh, mound? You know what? I, I, I was comp- uh, considering um, uh, playing the field, and um, all my letter intents and, and everything, all the coaches that called me at that time, I was like, I want to be a two-way player, um, not knowing that, you know, there's a lot more that goes into that. Um, the Mexican so, Shea Otani. Hey, Maybe. Jesus. Could have been. Could have been. Jeez, I, Never know. That's a muy agresivo, as we were saying Me- in Mexico.
1: <laughs> if you could see the location we're at right now, this is this is by far the the most beautiful location that keeping it a hundo is podcasted at. We're on a beach in Isla de Mujeres. Isla de Mujeres. There's a beach on one side, there's an infinity pool on the other, and we're sitting here podcasting with this. This Mexican young man That grew up on the south side of Chicago So it's I think it's pretty Pretty cool that this guy Has come this far
2: uh, Yeah I mean um, Like I It's just been a blessing I mean it's been a long path And everything But just like our primo would say Our primo Yanni the handyman Yep What are we doing I Real leisurely Real leisurely But podcast. he's never We're leisurely yeah, No he's not He's always working too much Hey He's not but hey a real leisurely lifestyle. We yeah. leisurely. Yep. So
1: you also had pretty much a 1.0 ERA in high school, if you include both years. So completely dominant. You get drafted out of high school. When, w- w- where'd you go in the draft out of high school?
2: Uh, I think the draft out of high school, I went um, like 30th round or something okay. like that. Um,
1: and it's typical for people to get drafted and not... Not going yeah, that route. I just mean, go to college the, the, funny of, <laughs>
2: the funny thing out the funny thing I said, I, I just wanted to get any type of signing bonus, any type of signing bonus, and it was kind of weird because I came, you know, I was just like I would have never thought I would try to make baseball as a, I mean, as a living. Right. When, that when did?
1: That's what I'm wondering. When yeah. did you make that like a priority? When did you realize like baseball is gonna be my life?
2: Um, f- freshman freshman year at uh, U M. U- freshman year at UM I was like you know what I was looking at all these perfect games and all these showcases number 1 in the country this guy this guy this guy and I was like if you're trying to be great like why not why can I do that like why can I push my body my my mind my soul to that to that level why why why, why what's the difference and it's kind of cliche but I just gave I put myself all in and said you know what um for these three years that I have to be in college, I mean, let's try to get to the first round. How'd you end up at the U? Uh, you got a lot of schools coming at you. Uh, the, the funny thing is, I end, I ended up at the U at area co games. Um, Laser Colossal was the pitching coach there. Great guy, legend at the University of Miami. Yep. Um, and he saw me. He saw me pitching. I was at, uh. The funny thing is, I was on the on the White Sox team. B.J. Upton was on my team. A couple other Good guys that, that you will know, um, where are they, he, where are he, the area he, area code yeah, games? yeah, area code games in uh, L.A. Long Beach. Okay, in Long Beach. Um, the uh, funny thing is, good friend Ryan like, Braun yeah. was on the area code team. Yeah. Really, he was on the other team, so it's like, and how everything connects. And uh, he was actually my roommate in the University of Miami. Yeah, it was, it's kind of weird, unique, I everything, everything kind of yes, every, full circle connects, um, you could say.
1: So did Thank you sure. always have it on your mind? I want to go to the U, or was it like was it a place you 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 know you knew they had great college baseball there?
2: Uh, in my mind, I didn't want to go to the U. Like I wanted to go to Florida State, but Florida State never called. Really, Florida State wasn't one of those schools that reached out or recruited from Chicago or the right, the, the, right, right from from that area in in the states. So. Um, University of Miami called. I went to go take the the recruiting trip there, and then everybody knows how beautifully Miami is. It's like oh. coming from Chicago, and you come to Miami, you're like, "Hey, like we'll say, this shits, this shits bananas here." <laughs> that's that's
1: funny because when I transferred to Miami from a school in New York, I I applied to Miami, Florida State, UCLA, and USC. And I came down to Miami first. Jesus, primo,
2: maybe that's why we're primos. (laughs) (laughs) You know me better than I know myself.
1: (laughs) Tu eres un payaso. And when I came down to Miami, I looked at the place and that was it. The recruiting trip or all the campus visits were over. I felt
2: the the same way. I mean, it was just, um, I mean, Boston's the same way as Chicago. I mean, very similar. Right, right, right. Very similar. Right. Um, um, the working, weather, yeah, weather, work working, in class working, city. In class city everything. So, when you come to something like beautiful, like so that, different so different than so how we grew up, different, you're like, right. What type of living is this? Yeah, it's like trees, exactly. It's like we went to another, I mean, took it to a different planet. Yep. You can kind of be like that. It's like, and then who wouldn't want to, if you're gonna go to school and play what you want to play, and you're gonna go study what you're gonna, you're like, Why not? So, it was kind of easy. So to
1: say you had some success to start your career at University of Miami would be an understatement. <laughs> you start out 24 and 0, 24 in and your 0. first two seasons. Yes, 24 and 0. I think it was some type of record in college baseball I, I, or yeah, something.
2: Yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, I think it was second. Okay. Second to the. I think 25 was the, uh, the record. Uh, yeah. And
1: so your I'm first sure. loss was what to Clemson or something. It's Clemson. I remember yeah, you mentioned something.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a Clemson, and it was like. Um, uh, that was the last game of the season, actually. Okay. Last game of the season. Last. Everything. You guys are headed to the College World Cause Series. Everything already was know. already done. I was already drafted. Yeah. No, you know what? I wasn't drafted yet. Cause I remember yeah, the draft when, is I, I, in June. Yeah, because I, I remember the White Sox were there to see me. Okay. And I thought the White Sox were going to draft me. And they had what? What pick? The, the 15th pick. Okay.
1: they ended up going, what, Nineteen. Uh,
2: Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So uh, I remember that because I remember they called me. They go, hey, we're, yeah, we're going to go there see you. And I remember they said, and then it happened to be one of my – I don't want to say worst start, but I lost. Yeah, you lost. Yeah, I lost. And so, that I mean, didn't it happen wasn't good. Much. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't one of those. Um, it, it wasn't a good day, but I mean, um, it was good. I mean, everything worked out well.
1: And then shortly after that, you guys are in the College World Series, and one of your only other losses, you go up again. At this point, where you guys had already been drafted. You know what? I was drafted already by and the, the, the World, World Series. Series.
2: Yeah, I, I, the World Series. I was already drafted. So you go um, against Jabba Chambers. Jabba Chamberlain, the big. Yep
1: fat Yankees <laughs> loser that used to pitch for them. Um, and what happened when you went against against him? It was a 0-0 battle. It was,
2: was one, a 0-0 yeah, yeah, battle, battle. I think we both pitched eight innings. Uh, I think I ended up losing, what, 2-1 to one or one nothing, and, and uh, lost in the air.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, I remember that. And that's how you guys just, got knocked out of the world? Yeah, air? that's how we got knocked out of the world. No, you know what? That was the first game. Then we lost in you the to You want to put on blast who made the error? Uh, You know what? Uh, It was so long ago.
1: (laughs) We're on the beach now. You know what? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So right before the (laughs) World Series, you go uh, first round to the Padres, uh, 18th overall. You get a nice little bonus. I know they were saying that you were the most MLB-ready pitcher out of everybody in the draft because you had a wide array of pitches. You had played at a high level already. Because a lot of the high school kids, like they come out and they have high ceilings but they haven't faced the competition that you faced. You faced high competition already and you already knew, or you had proven that you could you could battle some some legit hitters. I like this, this real leisurely. Yeah, real leisurely, mm-hmm. let's take a yes, sip. Hold on. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's no more. No mas, In 2007, they have you as the number one rated prospect in the Padres system. I feel like at some point, You must have got like physically burnt out or mentally burnt out. Uh, You ended up having Tommy John surgery in '07. You think it was just as much mental as it was physical? Because you're 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 just pounding, you know, throwing and and tearing your arm up for for, you know inning after inning and workout after workout. I feel like like I used to when I used to pitch, you know, at a at a low level, uh, my
2: arm was always killing me. Like it doesn't don't you just get burnt out? um you know what I've always thought back for like wow what happened at that what happened at that time um I, I think you're right I had my arm just came to that point that it was like it can't go no more I mean that's when my mechanics probably changed and uh the ligament blew out on me and um now that I look at it it's like but it, it's it was kind of like a blessing because um, I feel like if that didn't happen, a lot of things in my life didn't happen. But that's different from the question you asked me. But that's um, yeah, just in general. In general, it
1: that. is. It is kind of a general, broader question about mm-hmm. the whole process <clears throat> of coming up in minor league baseball and yeah. trying to make it to the majors and trying to stay mm-hmm. in the majors and trying to make it. You know, it's it's all related.
2: Yeah, um, and I mean, it's kind of funny because I, I felt like at that time. Um, I, I was the next one to be called up. I, that year that I got drafted, I was going to get called up to that to that Padre team. And not a lot of people know this, that I was going to get called up to that Padre team that went to the um, to the playoffs that year with P V, They had David Wells. Right, right. They had a lot of good pitchers, and I wasn't going to called up that year. But for some reason, it didn't happen. And um, the next year, my arm blows out. It's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting how it is. But uh, I feel like – Everything happens for a reason. It's kind of cliche that that same, but it it, it really works out in mysterious ways.
1: So was it true that PV was uh, soaking his uh, tobacco in wild turkey or what?
2: I mean, <laughs> PV did a lot of strange things, but he was a great guy, though. <laughs> yeah, he he's yeah. a very great guy, very nice guy. Um, he's very de- dedicated to his craft, and um, I have nothing great things about to, uh, to say about him.
1: So you made your major, major league debut in '09. Yes. Two years after your surgery. Yes. You, you get called up to the bigs.
2: You throw against Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah, uh, threw against Milwaukee. Um, um, first inning went well, and then the <laughs> next inning had threw a fast two-seam, and then Prince I think hit it to to I think to the moon. <laughs> That's and, and, what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Who
1: you who are you, who are the guys you faced in your short time in the big leagues that kind of uh, had you. No, I wouldn't say I'm not gonna use Starstruck. Yeah. I don't think it was like that because they're your peers, yeah. but it's like, oh damn, I, I can't believe I'm facing this guy. I was using no, you, him you, in, uh, uh, you, you, uh, in a in a video game. Yeah, a few but years
2: no, ago it, 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 it was really nobody. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was nobody. It was just like one of those things. I was like, wow, um, that's why these guys get paid so much of what they do. It's I mean, it, it looks very easy what the people are doing on TV, and everybody takes for granted. Oh, the guy's doing that this, but when you're out there and playing at the high level with them. It's just you're you're wow. That's why these guys are in and out. Top players. J- just do. so
1: the listeners understand, uh-huh. Caesar was 24 and 0 to start his career at University of Miami. University of Miami is I, I don't know the numbers because I'm not a big baseball guy, but they won as many national championships in college baseball as any team in the country. Uh, the level that this guy played at, he was throwing in the high 90s. He had nasty. Uh, what five nasty pitches or four that you had full command of something like that like i I just (laughs) like the level that he was at and he still never became a major league baseball superstar or anything like that is just the level it takes like the 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 level of talent and will and
2: i guess health it's a i I think i think i think more comes to health i think health health and, and um and there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes. Yep. Um, just like you can go in on and on, but we're not going to get into that because I audience don't want to hear that. But mean, a lot of it has to do with health mm-hmm. and where you're at at the right place at the right time.
1: Yeah. 100%. I, I, I know with other sports, baseball, I'm sure it's the same. It's, it's where you get drafted opportunity. If the opportunity doesn't present itself because of the system you're in, then you kind of just, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't pan out. And, and it's, it's not because of your skill or your you know, your effort or whatever.
2: 100%. Yeah. It's 100% with that.
1: So the opportunities that you were given uh, outside of MLB, the opportunities that you were given besides playing in the major leagues, you did a lot of traveling, and you played in a lot of different countries. Uh, you played in Taiwan, mm-hmm. Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, cool. Venezuela, mm-hmm. and Mexico. Yeah. I might have missed one. I'm not sure. Japan. Japan. Look at this. I mean, that's amazing. What what was your what do you think your favorite stop was? Uh, you know what? I would have to say the Tokyo Dome.
2: Yeah. Japan. That was I mean, it's just one of those iconic stops. It's like playing at Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah. Tokyo yeah. Dome. It's the Tokyo Dome. Like who it's that's the place that you play out. The there. bad news bands but, go and, to Tokyo. Everything it's just like everybody knows Tokyo and then I mean if you know baseball, you know the Tokyo Dome. Um, and um just going there with Team Mexico it was, it, it was a great experience I would never expect it like, and, and if you were telling me growing up in Chicago you're going to play for Team Mexico like
1: what? You played for the Mexican national team what yeah. was that the World Baseball Classic? World Baseball Classic yeah 15,
2: 16? Uh, what year was it? I think it was a couple years ago f- yeah I think it was um, 16 cool. oh, no 15 15, 16 yeah yeah
1: yeah so, which Bad News Bears did you like best? The original with Walter Matthau or the more recent one with Billy Bob Thornton? Ah,
2: uh, Billy Bob Thornton.
1: Yeah? Yeah. You like Billy Billy yeah. Bob's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a little dirtier. <laughs> the more recent one's are a little dirtier. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we got, it. we got to touch on 2013 Biogenesis. Um, everybody knows the story about A-Rod getting caught up with the, the, the HGH clinic down in Coral Gables in Florida. Bunch of Major League Baseball guys get get in trouble, suspended. It's a big story, you know, in baseball. But what people don't know is the first name that got released, the first person who got suspended was my primo right here, Cesar Carrillo. So when it comes to PEDs and stuff like that, is this something that's openly discussed in locker rooms? Or is it just like a pink elephant in the room that everybody knows is going on and nobody talks about? Uh,
2: pink elephant. Yeah. Pink Elephant in the Room. It's just like anything. Like, you just... You're expected to play at such a high intensity every day, and everybody expects so much out of you. It's, it's like, people know what's going on. It's just, now they're just putting out there. But not to everybody. That's what's funny. Not everybody's getting put out there. So let's
1: let's bring it all full circle. Let's do it. When that story came out, yeah, I was on a beach mm-hmm. in Mexico. And somebody texts me, "You better read the paper. Your boy is in trouble." I pulled it up on a website on a beach in Mexico, and I was like, "Oh shit, Caesar's in trouble." Now Caesar's like, you know, we call each other primo. That means cousin in Spanish or Italian. Like, we're family. And to hear that he was in trouble, it bothered me so much. I was so upset. But I couldn't help but laugh because the article discussed the names that the doctor used to describe each of the patients. So it says, "Cesar Carillo." I-, I go back and forth. It's Carillo, Carillo, I'm Baricelli, Baricelli. There's different ways to pronounce these things. It don't matter. Yeah, So Caesar's name is mentioned, and they say, "Cesar Carrillo, AKA, Al Capone." So he, the doctor had him listed as Al Capone because he's from the south side of Chicago. They had A-Rod listed as Casique, uh, cacique, some Colombian god, for, you know, some uh, Incan warrior from, you know, a thousand years ago. Or a good ago. drink.
2: I think some rum.
1: It's a name of several <laughs> stores in Miami I've seen. Sa- Colombian food places. Like rum, exactly. The, the names that this doctor had had me dying. I'm laying on the beach like, damn, my boy is going through some shit. But at the same time, I'm laughing my ass off. Like this guy, did he come up with Capone, or did the doctor come up with Capone? Uh, Which one was it? The doctor. The doctor did it. The
2: doctor. Did you know he called you that? Did Uh, he call you that every time you came in? Yeah, every time. Yep.
1: That is a classic. It's like Capone. That is a classic. So let's talk about our trip to Arizona. Jesus. So he gets suspended for what, 50 games or something? 100 games. 100
2: games. 100 games this case, this first offense. 100, 100, 100, 100 games for not snitching. and uh, No, 50 games for not snitching and 50 games for being on the list. So you tell me what type of judgment that is.
1: And there were people on that list that did much less than that. And, I mean, Caesar had never been in any trouble before, uh, never been suspended for anything, whether it was PEDs or uh, anything unrelated to that. So I thought that was interesting. They used you as a as a uh, scapegoat.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, uh, pretty much they just wanted me to snitch on people. Yep. Uh, for everybody to know to get the the story correct, they just wanted me to snitch. Um, who else was
1: involved? A Rod. Who else? I don't A-Rod, even remember
2: the names. A uh, Rod, Ryan Braun, Mookie oh, Cabrera. Uh, they knew uh, you Nelson was tight Cruz, with Braun. Yes. So they basically wanted me to snitch on him, and because the year before he got away with it. So oh, like right, right, right. the year before he got away with it, he, and uh, a guy got fired because of that, because of the the sampling. The guy that took the sample got fired, uh, basically ruined his life. So they're out, they're out for it because they never. That's the first time Major League Baseball has ever been wrong on anything. So, um, so they asked me. They basically, I mean, uh, who's the commissioner right now? Um, Manfred? Oh, he was the leading the investigation, yes, right? Manfred. Manfred, Manfred called me. He made his oh, name on this. Manfred will call me at least one time a day for about two weeks, um, offering a lot of things. Um, but I mean, at that time, like basically immunity. Uh, no, basically like I know you're in AAA. I get you back to the big leagues, type stuff. Yeah. Um. But a lot of people don't know that And I, I just say it out there It's already done It's it's, it's in the past um, And um, But I was like You know what At that time in my life I was like You know what I, I If baseball's already Taken away from me And that's, that's 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 it I mean That's that's it with it Like I mean Life goes on Life goes on Like I was Fortunate enough to Reach the highest level And be there for so long And whatever it was um, You achieved a dream I achieved the dream come from Chicago um, which is promo just basketball we just play basketball there yeah. i used to play basketball i thought I was going to be a basketball player yeah um, and then but to come out and be a baseball player and um you're going to be Eduardo Nahara hey geez. you like that deep pull deep pull oh, my primos play with Raja in Dallas hey oh. i liked it hey but um but to going back to the other thing is just um, a lot of people don't know there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes and um, I mean that's just one of those things in life that you just gotta make a decision are you just gonna um, be a snitch or you're just gonna be like all right, you're kind of involved in it too and and go on with it go on with life Um, so I I took the other road um, to go on with life I go on life and and see what life is gonna bring me Um,
1: yeah you really didn't you really didn't dwell on it, to be honest. I, I would have been, I would have been crushed. I think I would have had a tough time dealing with it because they kind of took, they kind of took your your baseball career, your major league baseball and, and career, they from basically you, not took, your baseball. They, no,
2: career. no, no. They took my major league baseball career because um, uh, we'll, we'll go to that in a couple seconds or a couple minutes. Um, but I want to say it's like, at, at that time, they're 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 basically saying, well, well, we, well. I know you're in AAA. At that time, I was with Detroit. Uh, AAA. I was gonna go to spring training with them. And they're like, um, we'll help you out. We'll help you out with um, if anything happens. We'll, we'll, we'll give a good word that you helped us out. They give a good push to, to put you out there. You know, anything in life, is just like if they give you the stage and if you perform, you stay. You never know. So, but since I went the other route, they kind of. What they do is they can open doors for you. Exactly. And instead
1: they close them all.
2: They close all of them. Yep. They, all my doors were closed after I told them that. Um, I did not know what was going on. Um, I didn't know who Tony Bosch was. I didn't know anything. But in reality, I knew everything. Yeah. I knew from, from ups and down. But well, you, you basically you played the fifth. Uh, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without being in a court of law. You, basically. Yeah. Uh, basically. So I don't know if that came from growing up in Chicago or if that's just the way I am. But uh, I'm not going to put your friends nah, out there. I mean, even if put, they're not your friends. Yeah. Even if they're not your friends, it's like, I'm not going to. Be like, wow! When I go to sleep, and now I can go to sleep at night. Yep. I don't have to be like, wow! Why did I do that for what? For whatever it's gonna be. I mean, I just don't feel like, for me, like any money amounts to, kind of like your word or how a type
1: of person you are. I know you you believe in karma and stuff like that. You've always been that kind of guy. Like, it's not good to do people like that.
2: Exactly. Even if it, even if they even if they would do you like that. I
1: remember you saying something like that a long time ago about a girl. Like, you know, you shouldn't you know if a girl got a boyfriend or whatever and she's interested in you you know it's not a good path to no, go down cuz it's gonna path. happen to you exactly.
2: you know exactly 100% so um i just kind of it's kind of the model that i live by and um it's um, thank god it's just uh, it's it, it's been working for me so far yeah you doing so all far. right you doing <laughs> all <laughs> so right far. It, it's been working for me so far so i it, it's just um and then um, i got a, i got a lot of i don't got a lot of friends but I got a lot of good friends, with, some good uh, ones, really good ones, and I'm actually talking to one right now. And we're actually doing a podcast right <laughs> in here, Mexico, in Mexico, <laughs> in Mexico, first so, international podcast. Exactly. So, um, it's um, life is good.
1: So let's. So you you do your hundred game suspension, yeah. and the Tigers cut you uh, as soon as the hundred games is up.
2: Yes. And you know what? Uh, shout out to the Tigers for that because the Tigers um gave me the opportunity to do that. Um, I played with the Tigers the, the year before, and they um, they actually loved me, and uh, they gave me the opportunity to do that.
1: So you're out of the the Major League Baseball. You're not in the minors. You're not nobody. Nobody's picked you up. Mm-hmm. And you get it. I remember we were hanging out, working out, training, little yeah. Hundo Health and Fitness in 100%. Miami. I remember that. How about those passes we used to do? Throwing passes. We, we would On go. On the routes. How the routes. We would. How for some routes? of his workouts, for his cardio, we'd, I'd throw him routes, and he'd throw me routes. We'd run, you know, throwing Stop the football Stop and go. Around. Stop and go. Yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. And he gets a call from the Diamondbacks. Uh, actually, I think it was your boy, uh, Kevin Towers, right? Kevin Towers.
2: He drafted late Kevin, you Late Kevin right, Thomas Late right. Kevin Thomas. Very 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 sad He just Beloved love. Everybody loved him I mean I, I actually loved him He was a great guy uh, He did, his, mean, What's his background just, He was GM of, Padres, yeah, GM of the Padres GM of the Padres yeah. GM of the Diamondbacks GM of the Pirates I think as well
1: Before that Yeah before that So he gives you a call And gives you a chance To come to spring training Oh no no, no not even They had an open tryout
2: Open tryout
1: With guys who had Guys out of college Got Guys of try- who hadn't Bill Brick Bill Brick
2: Bill Brick Bill Brick Senior He was He was the head scout Of the Padres When I was there So he knew me very well okay. And he's from Chicago Southside That's and, right And the funny thing is He's like Hey I think I think your father Used to fucking pick on me He used to pick on me I think He used to tell me like, yeah, I think your father Used to pick on me In Bush In Did Bush really? in Chicago I don't know But that's what he yeah, always no, if it's true. I don't know if it's true But it's just hilarious That is hilarious uh, because uh, well bush is a, it's a rough neighborhood in, in in chicago if nobody knows okay uh and uh um, was it
1: down by Comiskey? It, no
2: it's not down by Comiskey. it's more south it's okay. it's kind of a little past stony island oh okay. uh, it's uh, it's it's uh it's kind of it's i think it's ninety fifth no a little bit south from 90, so it's like eighty fifth okay yeah so um it's called bush neighborhood and uh it's um no it, relation it, to george it, no no relation to okay. george yeah I don't, think, I, I, don't, I don't think you'll see George Bush down there you Think you'll see him down <laughs> maybe there Maybe Reggie Bush yeah, Hey maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know I don't know Reggie So I couldn't say it True since.
1: So you get invited out To this open tryout And he's like You gotta come with me You gotta come Let's go Yeah So we go out to Arizona And it was at
2: I think it was at the Diamondbacks It was at the Diamondbacks New uh, Talking What was it Talking Stick, Stick Resort, Resort Talking Stick Resort Yep and it's the new one They, they just built So I want to give
1: my version of what was going on. So I was there, and there were all these guys that looked like the guys that I played, like, high school baseball with. Maybe some guys who played, like, you know, uh, they were, like, the better guys of, like, high school baseball. You know, he looked like a man among boys. So Caesar gets his turn to go out there and throw an inning. And the first batter, the catcher has to leave the game because Caesar broke his thumb. They, the guy had never <laughs> caught had never... <laughs> anybody who threw in the high 90s. And it was just a revelation that there was a guy here who had a live arm like that, and everybody else there was just, you know, these were boys. These were not major league ball players, And I think that's, that's something that gave him another opportunity. Uh, as soon as he starts throwing, the uh, the scout who he just discussed it was actually Billy Jr., Billy Burke Jr. B- Billy, no, He's got no, the hey, radar no, no. gun.
2: Hey, Billy, Billy Jr. was in the bullpen. He was giving me tips in the bullpen.
1: Right, but then he came down with you and was behind home plate, and every pitch you threw, he looked over to me and he says, your boy threw 94. He just hit 94. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he looks over okay. to me and he said, check that. He said, your boy just hit 97. He kept telling me like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, these guys can't, they can't touch him, they can't catch him, they don't know what to do with this guy." So that, that, that was just, that was fun for me to see you, you dominate, you know, at this little tryout. whatever no, no, it no
2: was. But, but what did Bill Bridge Senior say? What, what did I need to show him? What did I need to show him? What did <laughs> so after, I need to show everybody? So after,
1: so after season, throws him the gas, and he throws him the old Uncle Charlie curveball. The scout Billy Brick says. Hey Caesar, let's see that new cut piece you found. Because I guess Caesar's been working on this new cut, this new cut fastball, his little Mariano Rivera, and uh, he threw that right past him too. So it was, it was, it was comical. It was, it was a fun time for me to get out there and see
2: that. I, I, I mean, that was um, uh, one of my greatest memories that I've had playing the, playing the sport. That was, that was a fun time It for was me. pure baseball. It was pure baseball. It, yeah. was, it, it, t- it brought me back to the days that I would go to Russell Square Park and w- with my brother and my dad, and, and i will pick it up, and uh, i will pretend I'm Jose Canseco at that time. Like, whoa, that's one of the, the, the players at that time. Like, whoa, that's one of the, my idols a- a- at that time. And I was Aussie. Hey. I was like Aussie. I thought it would be Carlton Fisk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those were good times, Primo, and uh, I remember – the Diamondbacks said we're gonna give you a call and we'll make this part short, but I just remember the Diamondbacks called and they gave you the thumbs up and they said
2: we want to invite no, you to spring training. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And we up. drove hey, to hey, no, Vegas. No, 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 up! up, that, that. Yeah. Hey, did we in in trouble for sitting no, the golf cart? <laughs> Yeah, they <laughs> we but got why in trouble. though?
1: Like I don't even remember.
2: Oh, we got in trouble for sick. Oh, because everyone else cart. was sitting on the bench. Yes. That's right. Who, yes. who said that? Bricky? Uh, no, Bricky didn't say nothing. The other guy, the the, the guy, the minor league coordinator. Oh, that's he was right. Like, that's right. Why are you sitting in a golf cart? I'm like, why aren't you behind the thing? Looking at the guys. Why are you worried about me?
1: They kept asking me who I am, what you're doing here, and I'm like, I'm his trainer. Like, what do you want me to do? Maddie Hundo Fitness. Hundo Health and Fitness. Mary
2: Handel, Health and Fitness. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's keep it short on the on the Diamondbacks. You end up going to, to spring training, Major League Spring Training. You're pitching in the majors in spring training uh, uh, for the Diamondbacks. You end up, I don't even remember the numbers, but you pitched very well. And it was clear that they just didn't, I don't know if it was you're blackballed by the league or they just didn't have a spot
2: for you. No, I was actually... Um the whole thing that goes back to um from not snitching it goes all the way back to biogenesis before this a lot of people don't know i I was going to get a contract from the nationals but the nationals looked me up because i was in where i was i think i was in laredo um and i had a great year in laredo and this is after um billy brick jr was a pitching coach he was actually it's how everything goes full circle. He was there. And I had a great year there. And the Nationals, in halfway of the season, they're going to sign me. And they're going to send me to AAA. And they're like, you know what? We need pitching that year. And uh, we're going to sign you. We'll, we'll give you we'll give you a call back um, three or four days. They call me back third day. They're like, you know what? We looked into you. And uh, for some reason, nobody likes you out here. Something, something's going on. Like uh, my GM doesn't have the goal to sign you. Like this, and that's when I knew I'm getting blackballed. Yeah, right there I knew, wow. Um
1: You got along well with your teammates. Yeah, every, you got everything. Everything. Well, with your co- you still have good relationships with your coaches, yeah, and everybody. management, everybody. everybody.
2: But it, it was um like anything, like any, like any job in this world, it goes beyond them. Yeah. It, it, I mean, how, how much farther you go is Major League Baseball, like they can say whatever goes and what doesn't go. So that was the last time you were involved
1: with a major league team, was the Diamondbacks, and you you had a good run. You you pitched great in spring training, and then uh, I mean, that you know what? That. A lot of
2: people don't know I dominated that Dodgers team there.
1: I remember you you I sit dominated. down, you sat down, Gonzalez and everybody, Carl Crawford, and everybody, bunch of lefties, Every,
2: a, a, everybody that a, that was on that thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, so it, 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 and uh, Bill Brick, Senior, which is a Vance scout for the Diamondbacks for the major leagues. Um, he was like, he didn't have no words to say or what's going on because I did everything to make, I mean, I could have made the big league team that year. And th- that's. And the funny thing is, a lot of people don't know that that's probably the best spring training I've ever had. Right. The best spring training I've ever had. That's I went crazy. to spring training every year. I think I went to eight spring trainings. And you were what, maybe age 30 by then? Yes. You were around 30? Yes, I was 30. Yeah. So from So from 21 to... I mean in went to spring one training, training From I 21 to 30, 30, 30 Pretty much yes, Pretty much In between one year I probably didn't go yeah. To the big championship Because I was hurt Or something yeah, yeah. But still, I still went If I was there Because I don't know So called prospects Some bullshit like that Yeah um, But I was there And um, It's It's kind of Weird how that happens And that's when You can you Like cause People say That's how the business Aspect But it was like It was beyond The business aspect It was just You know what I just didn't I didn't snitch So it was like I we're think
1: I think you would discourage for a little bit, but that was the point where you just said, you know what, like there's nothing I can do. It's it's beyond my control at this point. So I'm just gonna let it ride, and, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna make the most of it. So you end up in Reynosa playing in Mexico. I'm not gonna go through every team you played on in yeah. Mexico, but I do want to tell you my favorite story about Reynosa. Let's hear it. This guy tells me he's on the mound, and he hears the announcers say, "Now batting, Burt Reynolds." <laughs> This is a Mexican shortstop playing for, I don't know who he played for, but his name was Burt Reynolds. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. You're playing in the Mexican league, and there's a Mexican kid named Burt Reynolds, or supposedly
2: that's his name. Hey, well, hey, uh, I don't know. Like I'm usually serious when I'm the pitching. The team's and laughing, was, though, right? I was dying. I was like, who is this guy? Is this guy for real? <laughs> like, Like, what is happening right now? It, it, it was one of the Uniquest experiences I've ever Experienced in my life It was It <laughs> was very Very comical And what
1: about And what about the What the cartels Would have
2: barbecues After the uh, game Oh yeah the, It was very Does that still go on or is mean, that just I mean of course Reynosa? I mean that's everywhere Yeah All yeah, the mean, teams yeah, are Supported mean, by so, I mean not all not? the teams Supported by that But you know what I mean More I and don't Reynoso. mean like financially, like they're backing them. I mean
1: more just like they, they enjoy the games and they go and they, they enjoy the games. Yeah,
2: and I mean, uh and Reynoso, it was more. I mean the team's not there anymore, but it oh was really? More, yeah, the, the Broncos are, are gone. Yeah, the Broncos are gone. They're actually in León now. Oh, okay. Say so, but um, I actually enjoyed it there. Everybody's like, Man, it's so dangerous there, but uh, but I felt safe there. It was like that that everybody that was dangerous was your friend there, so it was like one of the things. I mean, it, it wasn't so much different than Chicago. I mean it's just
1: so so speaking of feeling comfortable and how you fit in, in the on the Mexican teams, huh. you're a Pocho.
2: Yeah, I am a Pocho. You're the Pocho. I am a Pocho. So
1: so explain to the listeners what the Pocho is. A
2: Pocho basically is a Mexican that was born in the United States side. So uh, they
1: don't give them the respect like it's a joke. It's kinda well, it's a joke in a series. Yes, it it's a joke it. it's
2: a joke in the series. But you know what they they don't want to give you that respect because I mean you're basically american you had the privilege of being an american exactly right so that's the whole thing and that so but being in the reno so it was great it was very it, it brought fun back to playing baseball again being uh kind of revived your career it kind of did yeah. yeah so to wrap up all the the your baseball career
1: and everything is there anything you would do differently
2: um 100 percent not nothing nothing um and you know, you know what? In life, you never know what's going to happen. But look at, we're here talking. I'm here. Um, I could consider you one of my best friends. We're here. It's like, we're on the beach. All right. So, I, so
1: Major League Baseball comes out last week and yeah. says something about um, black players in the MLBs up like 7%. Something like that. I mean, to me, it looks like there's, there's like a handful, five to 10 teams that don't even have any black guys on the team. Uh, and and it, it, to me, it's not so much a black thing as it is an inner city thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're an inner city kid mm-hmm. who made it to the big leagues, who played – Not even it's not even about making it to the big leagues. It's about playing baseball. Mm-hmm. People in cities that grow up in inner city don't mm-hmm. play baseball. What can they do to get more inner city kids to play baseball?
2: Um, I, I think it's, it's more of the uh – the influence in it because growing up in chicago i mean obviously it's basketball and michael and, and best, jordan yeah michael jordan and all that it, it, but i mean it's it's kind of it's not one thing or another it's just i'm guessing a lot of you could say like the dominicans venezuelans they go back and, and they're like hey this is how you do it this is not, not how you do it i don't see a lot of those players do that yeah I don't, uh, you know, what I mean? you, like LeBron James or, or whatever you see, like they go back and be like, "Hey, this is what you do. This is not what you do." Or they have foundations like that. You really don't see that. Like I, I see Curtis Granderson do it in Chicago. Yeah. You know, He's a but, Chicago guy. Yeah, Chicago, UIC guy. Okay. Um, UIC. Yeah, UIC. Wow. Um But it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just not. It, it, I don't think if it, it's attracted to them. It's not attractive because baseball. I don't know. Maybe it's a grind. Like in NBA, you you go straight to the league. Football, straight to the league. But uh, I tell you what, football, the
1: contracts are so messed up. It it is. Baseball's guaranteed money. It is. I think so many, Uh, so many inner city kids could get careers playing minor league baseball.
2: They could. You know. But you know what, minor league baseball don't pay you anything.
1: No, I hear that. But it's a job. It's a job. It's a job playing sports.
2: It's a job playing sports, and I'm sure there's a lot of. Kids that will succeed at it, but it just needs to be shown to them. It's not shown to right. them. Right. Like, there's, like, there's like RBI baseball. I didn't want to cut you off, but there's RBI baseball. Yeah, that's what and I'm there's talking there's, about. I play RBI baseball yep. and all that. Reviving <laughs> baseball in the inner city. Exactly. It's a
1: program yes. that the Major League created to get more inner city kids involved in baseball. But I,
2: I, if you see, there, there's not really a lot of push to play baseball. There's really is not. What you, do you see, mean, from push from the, Major League Baseball. Oh, right. You see, it like a That's little. That's a bit. thing they yeah, do sure.
1: to just try to sell more tickets to, to black people. It, it, exactly. Basically,
2: you you say it right. Right. Yeah, you know, we we don't trying to get political again, but they don't. I don't know. I mean, baseball is just. I don't know. They 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 don't push it as they should push it. Yeah. I and mean, if they push it more, I mean, there's so much talent in this city. I'm sure. So I mean, much look talent at, Look at the football and baseball, So much
1: uh, Football and basketball players I mean out. and
2: that's most of that's, that's, where, that's, that's where you need All the talent right Yep But there's, they just don't push it But they go to Dominican And do that for what If they can get somebody cheaper and, and, and do that Yeah Or Venezuela Yeah Or somewhere out of if That's not in the U.S
1: what's what's the uh percentage of uh latin american baseball players now
2: do you know uh i don't what's know it, maybe 30 percent forty percent, maybe, maybe, maybe 30 50. no not that much not quite 50. no yet. no 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 no. Uh, right. it, it, it's american pastime this yeah. is the number of americans that... it's american pastime but it's not there is but look at the rosters though you think there is yeah. because there's a lot of a lot of superstars come from right but there's really not okay Okay, and, and, and the people that are listening around, you can look at the rosters and all that. But yeah, no, I know. I know, the when, stat I I know when I was in San Diego. I know when I was in San Diego. There was no lands on my team. Really, one or two, if that. Wow. I, I, Cliff Lloyd, because he was a veteran, came from Chicago too, but he was like the only minority minor for a better lack exactly. of a better term. Lack for a better term. And there's teams like you can see the Astros. You can see a lot of it, but the Astros have, right now they did it, but back in the day, like two or three years ago, four years ago, before they came the Astros, Astros.
1: got chewy. Hey, chewy. We've now reached the Keeping It A Hundo segment of the program. <laughs> keep it 100. Are you ready to keep it a hundo, sir?
2: Uh, we're keeping it a hundred easy.
1: Keep it at 100, C's. A hundred easy. All right. Top three pitches of your lifetime. Top what three pitches have you seen? But they can't be like Cy Young. I'm talking guys you've actually seen on TV or in person. Top three pitches of your lifetime.
2: Pedro Martinez? Agreed. Pedro Martinez, right? Yes, I okay. said agreed. Roger Clemens? Agreed. Uh, let me see one more. Uh, Roy Halladay Roy Halliday? Really?
1: Roy Halliday. That wasn't my third.
2: Well, Roy Halliday. But That's I like why he's it. number three.
1: You, you came up with that pretty quick, too. Cubs or White Sox? White Sox. Top three White Sox that you liked as a kid. It doesn't matter if they were the Tim best. Ra-
2: Tim. Raines Reigns. And he Not wasn't me. even in his
1: prime. He didn't even Tim have his Rains. best years with the White <laughs> That's Sox. That's Tim Reigns. You right love there. Tim Reigns.
2: Oh, he was beautiful. Okay, who else I I remember, and you know what? I remember going to the stadium. Yeah. The old stadium. Seeing him leave in yes, his car like or something. He, he was putting that leg up. He yeah. was putting the leg up. I was like, this guy's beautiful. Why wouldn't he be my favorite player <laughs> who else who else um big hurt yeah the big yeah. hurt yeah. And, and 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 another one jack madale
1: oh play the guitar Ooh, that's yeah.
2: game jack
1: yeah. there we I go i like that those are good those are good bobby thinkpen mm. i like bobby thinkpen
2: <laughs> i would say was again but not
1: okay You don't like Ozzy? No, he's good,
2: but, yeah. yeah. No, no, you came up with your three. You left out Pudge. Uh, You left out Pudge Fist. It's okay. He was with Boston.
1: (laughs) Uh, Harold's or Uncle Remus?
2: Harold's or Uncle Harold's? You go Harold's? Heine's. What's Heine's? Heine's, Southside. Heine's Chicken. Oh, you're you're saying that's a different one? Yeah. Yeah. Heinies Chicken. So I've had... Heine's Chicken. Listen, listen. The Heine's sauce. Listen
1: to me. That's Chicago right there. Listen to me. I appreciate that, but... I've had uh, maybe three Chicago guests on. Mm -hmm. You're like the fourth, and I ask that question every time. And depending on if you're South Side or West Side, you're going to say Remus or Harold's. Uh, It's it's a thing I do. Fused by the Harold's or Uncle Remus question, it's a fried chicken battle in Chicago. But I say Heine's Best pizza place in Chicago?
2: Um... You know what? I really don't have one. You know, coming from Chicago, I don't. Do you like the deep dish shit? I do. I love the deep dish shit, oh, okay. but it's so like you just love them all. Yeah, I just love them all. If it's deep dish and it's um, like spinach deep dish, I fucking love it. Spinach deep dish. Yeah, I fucking love it. It's beautiful. You don't have a spot? No. All right. I don't
1: like any of them. I like thin crust. Tacos <laughs> or pizza?
2: <laughs> Maybe a pizza taco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tell them about the time
2: we're, we're in uh, Arizona. Where did we got Scottsdale. No, yeah, we're in no. downtown Phoenix.
1: No, Tempe. No, in downtown Phoenix. Oh, it was
2: downtown. Downtown Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, after I picked you guys up from the airport. Yeah. What so we get me and our Primo Yanni.
1: We get in from the uh, get into the airport to visit Caesar. Uh, he's out in spring training with the Diamondbacks, and we go to a nice little taco spot. They had a nice mural on the wall where like this place looks legit,
2: and we took um, a beautiful picture there.
1: Yeah, we took a nice picture. <laughs> we go inside. We're ready to order our tacos. We're all a little concerned. Like, is this place authentic? Is this stuff any good? We look at the table next to us, and they're eating a. Uh, a Mexican pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to any of you, but they don't do Mexican pizzas in Mexico. So, the authenticity... Hey, hey, do they do
2: Mexican pizzas in New York or Boston? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, that was our cue to leave and go find another spot. It was disappointing. City with the best tacos, okay? let me Let me preface it now. You've lived in several heavy Mexican communities. You lived in Chicago, San Diego, Houston, uh, and, and a few cities in Mexico. Yeah. So you, you're looking at like six or seven heavily populated Mexican cities. Which one had the best tacos?
2: Uh, you know what? I can't really um, say one because they're all different. Like if, if people really know about their tacos, it's everything's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the tortilla is different. everything's different. The meat's different. So I can't really. Well, yeah, each like, region
1: has their own taco, it, 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 correct? Exactly. But now, which what do you prefer? Though, do you have a uh, preference?
2: You know what? I really don't have a preference. Since I've been living in Monterey, I love the Monterey taco. Okay. F- phenomenal.
1: Now I I know that uh, I can't remember how it's pronounced, but like Arab, the Arabic ones, it's called like uh, Arab. But they roll them up in like a, it looks uh, like a pita almost.
2: Uh, you and know I, what? I can't even tell you which you one. You know about that?
1: No. I saw a show about it okay. recently. It was nice. very interesting about how like uh, Lebanese people came over and they settled okay. and they. That's why they started doing the El Pastor and the Spit, because okay. it was like the the gyros over in the Middle East. Gyros or gyros? That came from exactly. Huh? Gyro gyro gyro, I mean, gyro gyro. I don't know. I don't know. That's why
2: I'm just asking you. I, I didn't say you were saying I it wrong. Hey, I don't know
1: the best way to say it, I but know. I know I'm it's not gyro. You. I know Cameron pronounces it gyro. Jesus. <laughs> You keep playing, you're going to look like a gyro. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get smacked with a radiator, Primo. Ah. All right. Johnny Walker Black or Don Julio 1942?
2: Don Julio 1942.
1: That's the Mexican in you. Al Pastor, La Lengua, Tripa, or Cane Asada? I already know the answer. Lengua. Yeah? Yeah. Lengua de res? Lengua de res. That's cow tongue for the layman. Oof. Do you think you know me better than I know myself? Yep it was a trick question you got it right <laughs> who you got in a steel cage match I'm gonna give you a couple different okay. ones Wally the Fenway Park green monster mascot Wally versus the San Diego chicken Jesus Wally in a knockout or a TKO or a decision
2: all above
1: El Chapo versus Sean Penn
2: <laughs> El Chapo
1: top five rappers of all time
2: for me it's been like Tupac Nas Biggie um, Those are on my list. Uh, for me, it was Nas, Biggie, Tupac. That that was me. That was my my whole thing. And do or die. Do it, and you know what? Do or die is good. I that's know. a whole Chicago thing. Yeah. I can say that for for me, like Chicago. It brought up Twister. Yeah. That, that 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 brought it up. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. You want to round it out same. with two
1: Chicago? Groups? I mean, uh, I mean and uh, I mean, Do or Die. I
2: mean, I, mean, I mean, hey, there's no Do or Die with Twister. They both coexist. Both. Wow. Johnny P. Yeah. Look at all, this guy. All the best songs from Do or Die, they all have the Colambo. And it's all, you know what? It, it all coincides. It's like they all bring different different sounds from the city, different mixes from the city, different views from the city. And that's why Do or Die and Twista always coexist. And the, their songs are always... I mean the bangers out I mean you could say the so-called bangers out of the the albums.
1: Top five Caesars of all time. There is a five that's correct. Can you name them? Top five what? What was that? Caesars. Your name is Caesar. Give me the top five Caesars of all time.
2: I mean I don't know. There's top five. You can't think of a lot. No. Who can you think of? Uh, I mean Julius Caesar. There's Jesus. One. You got one.
1: Fuck. That's one. Me. Fuck.
2: Little Caesars. That's
1: two. (laughs) (laughs) You got the second one. You got any more? (laughs) Another Caesar that came from Mexico. Oh. The salad. The Caesar salad. That's three.
2: That's three. Here
1: we go. You got any more?
2: Okay. Give me. Give me. Give me a clue.
1: He's also from Mexico. You know how you Mexicans uh, got a lot of like names. You know how it's like. Blank. Blank last name it's one of the it's a multi name it's one of his names one of his names yeah i want to know that one
2: no i don't know yeah you would I all know right it? i'll give you a hint all right give me a hint he's a boxer ah cesar chavez julio, julio cesar, cesar chavez, chavez. okay
1: S- senior not junior
2: <laughs> okay cool and the th- and the last one young alcompone cesar carrillo Ooh.
1: Not Lil C's from Bad Boy. Uh-huh no, not Ooh, Lil C's. That one's close. Uh, I don't know. Tie for
2: fifth. I don't. Maybe tie for fifth. Right. Maybe we had to go. You know, we had to duke it out for. It. Maybe we going M M A round for it. Do you hate anybody? No, hate is it's a strong word. I mean, hate is something that I sh- I feel like it shouldn't coexist in this world. Who's your celebrity crush? Celebrity you ever had crush.
0: One?
1: No, you know what? I never had one. When you were a kid, there wasn't somebody you uh, really liked? No. Maybe because I Walmart. just
2: loved all the broads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I think it's time for his death row meal. Before we get to the death row meal, mezcal or tequila?
2: Tequila. I like going right to the point. All
1: right. I think we've reached the uh, the uh, death row meal. <laughs> I think this guy's had enough. Time for your death row meal. What, is it? what are you having? Death row meal. You're on death row. Oh you know you can I'm eat at, you know
2: I'm having a bone in filet, some mashed potatoes, some asparagus. Bone in
1: filet or bone in ribeye? No,
2: bone in filet. Bone in filet. Preferably from mastro's. for mastros. Mastros? Okay, ma- this is what I'm looking for. Yes. I want to Mastro's Chicago, the original,
1: or from Phoenix or LA? I mean, or? it
2: can. I mean, LA is the first one, so we can go to LA. Oh, Chicago, I thought. No, sure? LA right, LA is right, the first one. All right, LA is Chicago the first guy, one. though. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago guy. guy. Yeah, all right.
1: okay, okay. So you're getting a bone and filet from Mastros, Mastro's, uh, asparagus, Mastros, what, yep. mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, smashed or mashed? Oh, smashed, okay, smashed. and uh, what do you
2: that's oh, it? maybe we'll get like a little, um, what else we'll get in there. Crème or something
1: like that. Oh, for dessert? Yeah. 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 Crème instead yeah. of a little uh, ice cream? Yeah. What are you having to drink with it, Cease? Uh, You've had enough mezcal today, I'll tell nah, you
2: that much. I don't think i had enough. <laughs> what, do you have, what are you having? Maybe we need some <laughs>
1: uh, Things We do it a little differently when it's international. <laughs> Things are a little different. The rules, are, the rules change. Although we did have the uh, Patron bottle when I had the the LFL girls on the podcast a couple weeks ago.
2: Oh, you didn't tell me about that. Yeah. Okay. Marissa's teammates. Nice. That's good. So, what are you having to drink with it? What am I having to drink? Yeah, with close it? it out. These people. Okay, got maybe some duckhorn wine. Some some nice a nice yeah. red. Yeah, it's from fucking Napa Valley. Oh. Geez. Okay. Yes, Good for you, Primo. Primo,
1: I need you to show me around Mexico now. We're okay. gonna go for a tour. Okay. Should we hop right. in the
2: pool first? Yeah, let's get the ocean. We're we're steps, hey, What color is the
1: ocean here? We're steps away from the ocean. What color
2: is the ocean, maybe we're steps I'm, away asking, from the pool. Hey, I'm asking the question now. What color is the ocean? The
1: ocean is blue.
2: <laughs> Azul. awesome. Primo, thanks for having me down to your to your new country. Hey, thanks for coming out. Hey, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Uh, it's been an honor, and it's been an honor for me to speak on this.
0: Thanks for listening to episode 13 of Keeping It A Hundo with Cesar Carrillo in Isla de Mujeres, Mexico. I got to give some shout-outs to people who helped promote and share the Jeff Keon podcast last week. Uh, Jane Henneberry, thanks a lot. Obviously, Mike Shuko. Uh, Mike allowed us to use his studio to record the podcast. We recorded a podcast as well, me and Mike, but allegedly it was deleted uh, by mistake. Mike lucked out on that one because we had we had a good one. We're gonna have to do that again sometime. Uh, Birdman, flies in any weather. And of course, Esquire down at the Frat house in Dorchester. And Sully, thanks for giving me those outtakes from Heavy Times, the movie that Keon was in. Appreciate that. Of course, Anthony G., always repping the Naughty North Shore. And thanks for reaching out, DJ Hersey. And let's not forget Christoph Kolos up in Gloucester. Thanks again for listening to Keeping It Hundo. Keep sharing it. Keep telling your friends. We'll see you next week.
1: Mexicano, I'm working like a Mexicano New persona, I'm moving off of Ferragamo. Get on. the llama, I'll party with the real Madonna yeah. Beat the odds, do numbers, and remain humble yes. Drop-type punches, I'm so used to